Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi. Welcome to the STG podcast where we seek the business owners, entrepreneurs, and people in fitness and wellness. Today, we have Ryan Smith, part owner of Island Bicycles, and um, we're really going to be getting into his journey into business, for which isn't, it's not normal at all. Um, he's also going to be dropping some gems and, and sharing some of his knowledge that he's learned along the way. So hopefully, today, we all learn something. thought that you were just managing it had no idea that you you sure right sure yeah no well you, you kind of kept it low-key I did yeah, yeah. I kind of I, I kept it quiet mm-hmm. um, for the reason being that uh, the bike shop which I had worked at forever and ever was my grandparents business so when I left there it was like everybody looked at me like are you are you crazy right. like, what are you doing like okay. you're gonna go work for the competition like you're going to be going against family. Mm-hmm. And that was just like a big, you know. No, absolutely. Big giant X mark on, on, on my character. I was right. like, just, just wait. Just, I've, I've, I've got a plan. I've got an idea. I know what's going on there. I, I kind of want to be on board. Mm-hmm. And there's a potential to do something better for myself. Right. Which sounds terribly selfish of me. But no, no, no. <laughs> ask any businessman, who, who do you love the most? Me. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I ended up the competition, right. which is, keep in mind, a block down the road. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like almost across the street. You could throw it. a rock and hit the front door of the competition right. like that far away. Yeah, I, I didn't move far. So what what drew you to then? I mean, of course you were working there. You wanted something better. For, you were managing, or how did that? Develop? I was I was one of the managers at the bike shop for okay. a few years. 
uh, we had a manager that was the sole manager mm-hmm. for the bike shop for a couple of years, and him and his wife ended up moving out to Hawaii, which is you know good for them. Shout out to Jesse and Esther, love you guys. Right. Uh, they moved out there and left the shop with a bunch of guys that a like I wasn't ready to manage a shop. I was. 18, 19, something in that range. I wasn't ready to take on a bunch of responsibilities. Right. I was, you know, just this kid fresh out of high school right. with the only knowledge that I had was stuff I had picked up just Hanging being around. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I had no business sense, and 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 I and I knew that. So when he left, they asked, you know, do you want to be the manager? And I'm like. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't want that responsibility. Right. That guy gets yelled at for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I don't want that pressure on my back. So they approach the other guy that was there longer than me. I'm like, do you want to do it? And he had the same answer. Like, oh, I don't want that. I'm like, okay. So they we pretty much divvied up the manager responsibilities between me and him. Right. Makes so, it easier. Yeah. Yeah. You're- but. If you give two people the same title, no matter what, at the end of the day, there's going to be headbutting. Yeah. There's going to be headbutting. And that's and that's what led to uh, the demise of my time being there. It was, you know, it was, it, it became a, 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 a struggle, you know, a, a power struggle almost. Right. You know, it's, you know, it's me versus him is what it felt like. Yeah. And, and, you know, from my perspective, it just became that constant bickering and I just... I was fed up. I got tired of it. Yeah. You know? And coming to my grandmother, which I went to multiple times, and I was just, you know, when I was ready, and I, and I say ready, ready as I could be at mm-hmm. 22, 23 at that point, and I'm like, listen, just give it to either one of us. Like, just make up your freaking mind by now. Just yeah. pick him or pick me. Like, do you. Yeah. And, I mean, this goes to show, like, the character that my grandmother had she's like I, I i can't just take you and make you the sole manager of the shop and give you the pay raise and just say you know fuck him right. essentially right, right, right. and just throw him out because and he was a great employee for years and years and years and, he's, and, 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 and he probably still is mm-hmm. i hope uh but she's like i just i can't just fire him because you guys disagree that's that's not how you conduct business. You can't do that. And I'm like, me at 23. So, I was hard-headed. Yeah. I was a pain in the ass. Uh, and eventually one day, I just, I was just, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. And what that essentially did for me was it pulled me out of my comfort zone. It, it, I took this grasp on the knowledge of how the like the bike business worked, and it like I, I went to work for uh, the previous owner Dave, and mm-hmm. uh, Dave had worked at the bike shop years and years ago. I was probably I don't know nine, ten years old when he had started working there, just as a higher on, just an extra set of hands, right. and I remembered him from back then. So when I left the bike shop, I was unemployed for maybe 30 minutes shit you not 30 minutes 
I called, I, I sent him a message on Facebook and I was like, Hey, I know you're looking for somebody right now, which is another point I left out. I saw his Facebook ad and I was like, Hey, time to jump ship. Right. So I sent him a message like, Hey, you still looking for somebody? I'm kind of looking for a new gig. He instantly texted me back. Yeah. What are you doing right now? Yeah. Well, everybody like, knew you worked there. So oh, yeah. you, you had no. a reputation. And, and, and me and him, I had known him since he worked at my, you know, grandparents shop years prior. Right. You know, we always got along fantastically. Right. So I text him immediately. What are you doing right now? He's like, well, I'm 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 home. Where's Where's home? <laughs> Two blocks away from the shop. <laughs> He's like, can Can you Can you come over right now? I'll be there in three minutes. Right. Ran right over there. Ran over there, and Dave, I, you know, I met him at the front gates and. Just elated to see me. Oh my god, great, awesome! Here, come on, come on into the spare room. Let's let's That's have a chat. Dave Lattimore, right? No, Dave Harris, who is another guy, Dane, uh, that uh, worked at my grandparents' shop. So I had known both of them for years and years and years. Sat down. It was just the quickest conversation. Just like, hey, how you doing? Great. So how much do you want to make? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I was making this over here. Great. I'm going to give you an extra dollar an hour. When can you start? Tomorrow. Okay, great. And we and that's how we went on from there. Right. So, Dane, uh, who was the manager then, is one of my business partners now. Okay. Uh, and the dynamic that we have between the the two of us is absolutely stellar. Like I could not be happier to have Dane as a business partner. Right. Uh, and and he's got far more knowledge than I do. Uh, as far as running bike shops, because he's been pretty much a manager at every every shop on the island, um, and has been doing this for years. He ran his own uh, mobile bike repair shop, uh, okay. like cyclotherapy, like a few years back. He's he's been in the industry, and he's right. a few years older than me. I'm 28. He's 50, 51, something like that. A couple of years. That's, so he's got like one or he's got like one or two years, right? <laughs> he's got a few years yeah. on me. Um, and yeah, it's 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 been the most terrifying transition of leaving a family business and being absolutely outed right. by by my family because they were just completely opposed to the idea. Like you're gonna go work for the competition against your like whoa yeah. that that rocks some boats mm-hmm. uh, and to this day it's still a little rocky yeah but you had to do what you needed to do for you right you know and not to sound like a completely selfish asshole like but yeah no I I did what was gonna be best for me like right. sure I'd love to you know look out for my grandparents shop and take care of that forever but there's stipulations that I won't dive into because they're family matters that right. you know there was there was just I I had hit that glass ceiling there was no potential to grow from the position that I was at because yeah. that's that's everybody's first thought like well I mean if you would have just been patient you would have taken it over that's not true yeah. that wasn't the case at all which once I finally realized that, was the downfall of my time there. I, I I had acquired that knowledge and went, okay, now I don't care. Yeah. Now, once you once you hit that point, it's yeah. it's it's over. Like it, with any any place that you work and you realize, okay, well, this is this is what's it for me. Like how else can I? You you've plateaued. So sure. it's like okay, well, sure. What what am I going to do now? 
Like, yeah. am I going to stay, like, in this spot forever? For which then it feels like you're going in there every day to do the same I'm exact just, I'm mundane just running thing. in circles. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. And it's... I like that you did that for yourself because I did the same thing. And I some people aren't brave enough to take that leap and say, okay, well, I'm going to start over. Absolutely. Start over. Like, start over. Start yeah. from... Start from it. Ground zero. Yeah. And because now you're back now you're back at an employee, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now 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 I'm not like managing, sorry. Yeah, but. I've got no title. I'm just I'm just a grunt that's got a, a good bit of experience, but I'm still a grunt. I'm still, you know, the infantryman. I am front lines, I am the I am the bitch running around doing everything. You mm-hmm. know, if somebody said, Hey, go do this, hey, I had to go do that. Right. You know, and that was Another shock, mm-hmm. you know, because I, fuck, you, I had I had worked at my grandparents' shop for so long that I had gotten comfortable. Yeah, and that and that comfortability is nice, but it's extremely dangerous. Yeah. That that comfort level will just put you in a zone where you can become completely complacent with the shit job that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned. I learned that what I was doing there was a shit job. Yeah. I sucked at my job then. Yeah. And I didn't know it. Yeah, so you, I had no you up, idea. Yeah, you upped your level when you yeah. went over here because then it became because now it's not it's no longer family. It's not like okay, I can do this, that, and the third, and I'll nobody's going to say anything. It. Yeah, I'll get away with it. Now oh, I, I fucked this up. Oh, I'll get away with it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any more of yeah. that. Or now you, it's or you can cover your ass and fix yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can go behind like oh, yeah. let's brush that mm-hmm. under the table. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw that mistake. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was all completely out the window, and I loved that. At the time, I was terrified. Yeah. I was terrified. Working for Dave, and I had known his history from when he had worked at the bike shop, and then uh, going to work for him there, me and him would sit there some nights and just, I'd run across the street to Don's and grab a six-pack or a 12-pack, and we would sit there for a few hours, and I would just pick his brain. Right. Like, how did you, how did I always thought you were just some dude that blew into town and decided to be a bike mechanic and, you know, just some riffraff that came into town. No, not at all. This guy, is like, at the time, he was 53. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had done things in his life, like, back in the 80s. Yeah. He grew up in Chicago. This is a dude that, like, grew up on the sales floor, like, like buying and trading stocks. Okay. And like you want to like you want to know Dave's life? Watch The Wolf of Wall Street. That's what he did. Okay. That's what he did. That was his life. He grew up and was working in the industry at that period of time where people just went in there and if you were smart and you were fast, you made money and you didn't just make a few dollars. You made a lot of dollars. Yeah. You made good money and you did well for yourself. You know, yeah. did he did he have a fun time doing it in the eighties? Absolutely. he's told me stories that I would never put on record. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and and once I started having those conversations with him and really getting a deeper knowledge of what an amazing life this guy had, mm. it just it it made me just want to know more. And like, how can how can I? At 26 at the time. Like, how can I do what you did? Where? How can I do something to be where you are today? 
Because right. that's where I want to be. I want to be, not fully, but right. <laughs> I, I want I want to be in that position. Yeah, you I want, want part of that. I, you want yeah, part of that as success. I, yeah, absolutely. And you know, we may have different views on some things, but like I I wanted that, and I just I craved it. So I would just sit there and pick his brain and pick his brain and pick his brain and pick his fucking brain yeah. over and over. And and the, the things I learned from that man. I can't. I can't thank him enough. Yeah. Honestly. So, you want to know what? <clears throat> and I think it's crazy that you're even telling me this story because me and you have never got into a conversation like this ever. Ever. As far as our friendship. Ever. Because me and you, we're both shit talkers. We talk shit. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's always fun conversations. It always. never gets to this point. And you telling me about you basically having a mentorship with this guy, just picking his brain and it's yeah it, it makes me look at you in a whole different light because I'm the same way and I kind of feel like when people listen back to my podcast not knowing me like if you're not someone sure. who who knows me you know like you wouldn't you'd think that I'm on some intellectual like tip and I am at an extent but for the most part I like to have fun I like to talk shit it's me it's too. mostly just bullshitting but I'm very serious about the things that I want so sure this is like very like a driven side that most people who know me have never seen. Like yeah. I'm ninety nine point nine percent positive. My parents would have thought like, <laughs> like what's your son Ryan gonna do? I'm like Ryan, are you sure you don't want to talk about our other kids? Like, they're <laughs> way more interesting. They're like, you know, doing great in school, and yeah. they're going leaps and bounds. Like Ryan, like the only thing he's gonna amount to is like I don't know. How many felonies can you get in one <laughs> lifetime? Which I have zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like they 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 would have they would have totally just thought like I'm just gonna be a shithead for the rest of my life, and that's just my personality. I like to talk shit, yeah. and, you know, bust my friends' balls all the time, yeah. and you know, I like to have a good time. But yeah. when it comes down to like hunkering down and being like hungry, being hungry and being angry, I was so good at that. I was like, yeah, no. Business world, you got to be a ruthless, nasty person sometimes. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I could do that, but that's not completely my mo. Mm -hmm. And you've known me for years since yeah. fuck third grade. Yeah, I I'm always the class clown. I'm the joker. I'm always the one to make light of any situation and just kind of play anything off. The whole time I was texting what? you, bro, I'm like, I'm like, I had you I'm in like stitches. A, <laughs> I had you in stitches. I'm like, is he gonna show up? <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I got this mixtape that I'm selling at the corner store. Like, can I promote oh it? I'm God, like, this guy's full of shit. Yeah, he's yeah. not gonna show up. Yeah, it's just my sarcastic sense of humor. Yeah. I, lo I love to just have fun, but it's like if it comes down to you know. If we gotta actually hunker no. down and get shit done, let's get shit done. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's absolutely do it. Yeah, let's get it done and yeah. at the same time have fun while we're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. No. You know, I could say a dick joke and be serious <laughs> at the same time. You know? <laughs> there's there's yeah. there's no harm in having fun. Right. You know, learn learn when to be serious, yeah. which took me a little bit of time because yeah. I always thought I was going to be a professional comedian. I thought I was going to do stand-up, and then I realized I hated talking in front of people. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, no, I have to go up there? Mm -mm. Yeah. No, no. I, uh, I'm going to tell the same dick jokes in the back. <laughs> I had the same ambition. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a comedian, and then I'm like, I got to, like, 
look these people like look at this crowd like nah I get I get butterflies just having five people look at me sometimes I'm pissing my pants just thinking (laughs) you know like no I can't do that like I can I can I you know me and you can joke around and shit like that like in casual conversation but if you put a spotlight on me and told me to be funny that's when I realized oh I hate that I can't be funny yeah if you put me on the spot I can't be funny if you were like tell me a joke right now I'd be like I, I can't do it. Right. I can't do it. Yeah, don't do that to me. But I'll think of the funniest shit, like, in a random conversation. Yeah. Like, no, nah, people people will try to, uh, what they'll do is they're like, oh, you know, they want me for the laughter. So then it's like, sure. oh, you know, make me laugh. Like, you on command? <laughs> like, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not a Tickle Me Elmo or a drawstring I'm not. I'm not going to sit for a treat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Nah, I I got you. I'm on the, I'm on the same exact page. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and comedy is still one of the things that I admire most. Like, the people that can do that, God fucking bless you. Yeah. Because you're a saint in my eyes, and you are way better of a human than I could ever be. Yeah. But maybe one day. Maybe what? one day I'll step in front of a stage. Yeah. And I'll step out of my comfort zone. Uh-huh. Like, I just preached 10 I'll minutes ago. <laughs> doing the, uh, they do a Thursday night, um, comedy show yeah i thought about stepping up on stage you know approaching my fear that's something i always talk about is just doing it yeah you know uh i'm 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 absolutely scared of a couple of things and i'm like heights and things like that i'm like let me just stand on the edge if i stand on the edge i'm one step closer you know i did that at the grand canyon and i was like holy shit yeah yeah, yeah. I'm I, terrified of heights. You wouldn't have got me. If, yeah, well, but the thing twenty is, feet to the edge. No, it's it's a complete trip, bro. It's a complete trip looking at a height like that, and all you see is a river, and the river is so far, like it's like that's not the ground. <laughs> I thought I'm, I thought I was standing on the ground because when you go see the Grand Canyon, it's it's like what the f- like. That's there's that much ground underneath yeah. us. There's it's it's insane, but um, so when you uh when you got in with your business partner, you uh, I got lucky. Yeah, I'll I'll just I'll tell you right up. I got lucky. Mm-hmm. I got super lucky. So, uh, Dave, the previous owner, and just to give like a little bit of background of why he would be so pushy, um. Every, like, just about every male in his family, except for, like, one, I think, had died at the age of 55 from heart complications. Uh. So, and he's a very intense guy, which is one thing I loved and hated about him all, all the time. Like, I loved his intensity, and at the same time, it would drive you crazy, because sometimes somebody that intense, it's hard to get through to them. Mm-hmm. And then in hindsight, you look back and you're like... Okay, yeah, no, I get it. You know, I was, you know, maybe I was, a little, I was a little hot-headed in the situation. Yeah. Sure, I'm, like, happy to admit that. Um, but he had this deep-rooted feeling that he would hit the age of 55, and within a few months, he'd be dead. Yeah. So he wanted he wanted to sell out. It's, cycling was always one of his passions. You know, he's... Always followed it, always loved it, always wanted to own his own bike shop, and it was nothing that he had ever done. But he had gotten the opportunity, found out Aaron, the previous owner before him, was selling. He's like, well, I get to own a bike shop. 
and I get to own it in a town that I really like because he loved living in Key West. You know, he worked for I I forget like either like Danger or Fury or Sebago or you know one of the sailing companies. He worked yeah. he worked for them just for the sheer fact of learning how to drive a boat. Yeah, you know, um, which I don't know how well he is at that to this day. <laughs> but <laughs> he so he was like, okay, this is an opportunity to own a business that I love in a place that I love. Why wouldn't I jump all over it? So he hopped on it and, and, and he made changes and he did things the way that he wanted to do. And it worked great for him. It worked great. It was, you know, good payout. He was happy, but he still wasn't happy with the time that he thinks or thought that he has left. So he accomplished what he wanted to do. He's like, I want to turn this, you know, shitty little Rasta shack into a more high end bike shop. And he did it. And he absolutely did it. He accomplished that, and he smashed it. Because I, I to this, to this day, I've only worked on twenty thousand dollar road bikes because of him. Yeah. Because of he what he level. sold. Yeah. He upped that level. He yeah. took this, you know, no AC, no T shirt wearing, grimy, used parts selling business, and he turned it into something higher. Yeah. He reached that upper tier, and. He did that. I will absolutely give him that credit. He did that. Uh, And that two years, that year and a half, whatever, before we took over, that's where I gained so much knowledge. I had worked in the bicycle industry for, what, 13 to 15 years, something in that range? Yeah. I forget. It's been so damn long. Yeah, no, you've been in it for a while. I've been in it for so long, but I've learned so many years. If you really, yeah, right. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting to think about because I had been doing something for so long and still didn't even know half of what I know now. Right, and I reached that because of working for him. Yeah, and I, I absolutely love that, and I still love that fucking guy. I love him and I admire him, and I think he's a great guy. Um, yeah, no, I. I don't think I would have half the knowledge without him. And his stubborn pain in the ass. Yeah. Was he a pain in the ass? Absolutely. Why? For reasons. Yeah. You don't have to understand that because you know why? You're the infantryman. You're the grunt. You don't have to understand why the general is making these calls. Yeah. You just do what he tells you to do. Right. And it worked out. And it worked out for the better. And I can't thank him enough. Yeah. Love it. No, that's dope. That's it. You want to know what I, uh, my dad, my stepdad was a lot like that. Everything was do as I say. And, you know, he, he jerked sure. and he played a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> a little <laughs> he, bit. He was very serious. Like he that. quit school because he hated recess. I don't play. Oh, he, 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 he was so serious. Like he, he hated school, but he was so smart that he didn't need to go. Because he read and sure. read and read sure. and read. Like sure. every day was a coffee in, in the newspaper. So yep. he knew it. Yep. I'd sit there and talk about something with him, and he's like already up on game. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So working for him in the t-shirt shop, he like just drilled me. Like, this is how things need to be done. You can mess up three shirts. That's what that's what our cap is. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. You print the shirt. You mess this one up. That's fine. You mess this one up. That's fine. This third one, you better get it right. Mm-hmm. And he made sure that I, I understood those lessons, you know. And that's I think we we need people who are stern in a way. Yeah, I mean he was he was in the Israeli army, 
So oh, so he's got stirred oh, down to a science. Yeah, it's sure it's a whole nother game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole nother yeah. game. So everything was very precise. He's a very uh, time management person. It's he wakes up at six o'clock and he's doing these things. And I'm I'm trying to get myself to that level, but I'm I want to live my life loosely, you know. So sure. you know, uh, sure. It's it's I I think it's just basic human instinct to fight authority, right? You know you 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 have this innate desire to do what you want to do, and fuck you to yes. whoever wants to tell you different. Yeah, and you like and I believe me, I was the king of the rebellious stage. Ask yeah. my mother; she will tell you that I was just awful as a child, and at sixteen. I'm happy. I'm so happy I got all that awful out of my system. Yeah, because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I could I could have started being awful at 25. Right. Fuck, where would I be now? <laughs> yeah. That rap sheet of felonies my yeah, parents yeah, thought yeah, I would have yeah, had. Yeah, That's exactly. where I would have been. That's exactly. where I would have been. Yeah. You know, I'm so happy that, you know, and, and people have always told me, hey, you've got an old soul. Yeah. And I do. And it's just... And I and I didn't realize it till now. It's just because I progressed through all those stages a lot quicker than everybody else. I got that shit way out of my system a long time ago. Right. You want to go out and fucking party and just be a delinquent? That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you don't do it to ex- excess. Yeah. And you get a fucking Moderation. control on it. Yeah. yeah. You can't. You can't be that. You know, fuck the world, I'm going to do whatever I want when you're 45. Right. And still have nothing to show for that fucking it's mentality. End. It's got to end at some point. Yeah. You you can you can say fuck the world, but you got to have something to show for mm-hmm. it. So. You either got to be making money, you got to have some type of success behind you, you got to be starting sure. a business. Sure. It's, it, sure. You better be providing for your family. Like, if you're going to go out and party, yeah. Family. Yeah. Family. That's, fuck, right there. You got to yeah. provide for your family. First, yeah. you got to have a family. Yeah. You got to be responsible enough to know what a family is and how you can somewhat maintain it. Yeah. There's no guidebook for that. No. Sure, people written books about having a kid. Like, thanks, Karen, out in San Diego. <laughs> I'm so glad that having twins, you know, and your multi-million dollar mansion worked out so well for you. But guess what? I'm fucking broke and making $35,000 a year, and I just got a chick pregnant. What do you do now? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. That's real. I'm in trouble. Yeah. And now you have to grow up fast. Yeah. I was lucky enough to, to grow up fast without any major responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was I was allowed to kind of be blasé about my points on some things and just kind of, oh, you know, whatever. Things will work out in my favor and... I got that nasty fucking rebellious side out of my fucking system. Yeah. I still say fuck like a sailor, obviously. Yeah. But I got that just, I got all that out of the way quickly. But having like to think like, God, if I had to do that and raise a kid at the same time, no wonder people fucking suffer from, you know, all types of stress and anxiety and, you know, because you got thrown into something that you were nowhere near ready to be prepared for right. you were nowhere near prepared for yeah that's awesome that's bro i was not expecting this conversation with you. <laughs> like no i listen i i i love these conversations because i get sure. fueled from it like it's sure. like a it's like a battery like you just recharge my sure. battery pack because now i just want to keep you know yeah i fucking love you bro yeah man absolutely I absolutely love, love you and and what's funny is like 
some things that I say, I feel like they only resonate with people that are our age. Yeah. Right? Like You want to turn a light on? Because it's getting a little intimate in here. Well, I don't know. I thought we were going to start making out. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> the switch is right behind you. Okay. Here's here's one thing you 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 probably wouldn't uh, think to ask, um, but how I how I got into my position mm-hmm. was uh, having the same mentality throughout my entire life, mm-hmm. from the age of eight years old to twenty eight, where I'm at now, has never changed when it comes to dealing with people and and customers mainly, but people out in public. Uh, the way I treat people is be nice to everybody yeah. and treat everybody like they're going to owe you a massive favor one day. Do, do you know when that favor is going to be called upon? Not at all. Mm. You have no idea of knowing when somebody's going to need your help. Yeah. But if you treat everybody that way and you don't start fights and bullshit like squabbles with people, you have no idea who's going to come into your life Three years, five years, ten years, twenty years down the road. You might have been a dick to this kid in school, mm-hmm. in elementary school. And you might be applying for this job at a law firm. Fifteen years later, guess what? That kid you were a dick to, yeah. his dad owns the law firm that you applied at. Right. He heard your name and went, fuck that guy. He yeah. was a dick to me and he made my life a living hell. And his dad's going to go, yeah, okay, well then fuck that guy. Yeah, We'll, we'll move on. So the fact of treating everybody like they'll owe you a favor, I feel like has been the biggest proponent for me throughout my entire life. Because that's me just being a personable person and just getting along with everybody and just being genuinely nice to everybody, no matter what their situation is. Just being that nice, like they're going to owe you a favor, you have no idea how much that had helped me out. That's the reason why I am or the reason why I'm at where I'm at right now right. is because of that attitude. And it was just like, okay, well, we can't afford to lose you. So we're going to make you a business partner. You're, you're going to have, you're going to have a, a, a share in this business and you've got to put no money down. I didn't have to buy anything. I didn't have to buy anything. My good attitude and my good nature won me that spot. That's fucking dope. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Being nice to people yeah. is why I'm at where I'm at. Well, it was the relationship you built, too, that, that Absolutely. someone else had already put something forth. And they're like, hey, I want you to be a part of this because yep, eh, that's, that's, oh, cuz. It's crazy. Yeah. That's it's a, crazy. Yeah. Because there's people that I see that are just, you know, they'll fly off the handle like, oh. This fucking guy came into my job and I fucking just laid into him because he was being a drunk asshole. It's like, dude, you're a bartender. Yeah. Everybody you serve is a drunk asshole. Yeah. Be nice to those drunk assholes. Yeah. Because you have no idea. That drunk asshole may own a fucking three-story, four-story yacht at the end of the harbor, but he just likes to dress like a bum and go be a dickhead to bartenders. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get on his good side and you have no idea, you have no idea who you're talking to. If you're a like a bartender sitting behind the bar. You have no idea if the guy sitting across the bar from you owns fucking half of the island that you live on. Yeah. Or, you know, is, you know, the owner of a basketball team or something like that. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. So, yeah, he might be a little shitty. Yeah. And he might be a little tough for most people to get along with. But if you can just fucking bite your tongue. Yeah. And just learn to kind of joke along with him. 
he says some nasty shit you don't agree with, it guess could, what? It could turn something better, so much better than what you even expected. Because, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He could, he, you know, he could just be a complete fucking asshole to everybody on that staff. But if you made a good impression and you were just kind of, you just blow it off and learn to joke around with him and get on his good side, that might turn into something beautiful. Yeah. You don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea of knowing. So, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy I've always lived by that mantra of be nice to everybody. Like, you'll, like, they'll owe you a favor one day. Yeah. And that's, it's helped you, me out tremendously. Where'd you get that? Was that like a... That was, that was just something I, I, I don't know. You maybe live I, with. I, yeah. I, it, yeah, it was just like something that I've, I've always loved, like, just had inside of me. Yeah. Because... Maybe it was just the fact that I was always kind of the black sheep in my family, that I've always wanted people just to be nice to me. Mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to treat people the way I wanted to be treated. Yeah. Um, I always I always felt like, you know, a second-class citizen in my family. And, it, and, it, and you know, now that I th- like look back on it, and which I have many a times, I wasn't treated like that. I was just a fucking asshole at the yeah. time. You know? It, it was just me being 16 years old and yeah, just thinking my parents brain. were being mean to me, and I felt... Yeah. But I took that that feeling of, well, you know, nobody loves me, everybody hates me, everybody, rah, 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 rah. so I'm just going to treat people the way I want to be treated. And that's, man, that's stuck, and I, I can't undo it. Yeah. I'm just generally nice and happy to everybody I meet. Yeah. The golden rule is something that always stuck to me through school. It was like, do unto others as you would want others to do unto you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I don't know why that sticks. It, it's it's something weird to even think about that that yeah. that part stuck with me throughout my whole life. Yeah. Like I'm like okay, you know. Yeah, and I, and I feel like like you know an ultra Karen being like, <laughs> yeah, I've got live live laugh love and my and just be happy. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, but at the end of the day, it's it 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 holds a little truth. It's just how you decipher it. Right. You know, and how you choose to act upon that live, laugh, love. Yeah. Take what you want of that. Yeah, it might seem like a fucking, it's all you know, you pure one sticker that you put <laughs> on your wall. Yeah, it, it might be, but for somebody else, it might actually be somebody that wants to live and yeah. make other people laugh and yeah. show other people love. I that, was, that was all the things I wanted. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to be happy. I just wanted to make people laugh, yeah. and I just wanted to fucking love. That's one of the things that I love about Karen, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the love, live, the love, live, laugh, whatever it is. Right. I think it's one of the quotes that I have on on my Facebook for the longest time, and and it's it, you it's basic just, white bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it's just something that sticks. It just sticks to me. It because, resonates, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's not. Wild. It's not even. I, I don't even find it cheesy. I think it's cheesy. Yeah. I think it's cheesy, and I, I think that a sticker could have such a profound effect on my life. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that dumb sticker actually does help. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. If you have, if you always convey a message of positivity, it's going to work out for you. Yeah. Because people are going to see that, and one day somebody's going to look at you and go, holy shit, this guy is a fucking ray of sunshine with rainbows shooting out of his ass because he is just nothing but positive and smiles and he's somebody I want on my team. Yeah. I'm going to choose you. Yeah. And that's what happened. 
That's what happened to me. Yeah. I, I was chosen. That gets me picked for everything except for the yeah. basketball team. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was... Cho- I was chosen by a guy that he did not need to give me that. He did not need to give me that title. But he's like, and he sat me down, and me and him had a private conversation. There's three of us. You know, there's three business partners to Island Bicycles. And he sat me down privately and was just like, you're the future of this place. You're the one that's going to be here after we die. Yeah. Because these guys are older. Yeah. You know? He's like, these are... You know, this is going to be... And you take pride in what you do, your too. Your future. I can, I can tell by the way you, you talk about it. I mean, because you've been doing this all your life, so this yeah. is what you want to do. It's not something that you, you choose to do because, oh, I need to make money. Like, I know you, you love bicycles. Yeah. You love the mechanics of it. Like, when you repaired my bike, I, I, I bought my bike on Amazon. And you were like, oh, you bought this bike. <laughs> you got back. Yeah. <laughs> you bought this bike on Amazon. And, you know, the bike is too small, but I love that bike. Right. And um, I remember having you help me with that bike. And the way that you took care of it, you were like, oh, I'm going to make sure that this thing is taken care of. You spun the wheels. You did You did every last thing that you could do to make sure that. I think I just yeah. found my new, my new title. I'm going to be Island Bikes Wheel Spinner. <laughs> That's dope. But yeah, I mean, as, as long as you have passion with what you're I'm doing, I'm gonna copyright that. Yeah, wheel spinner. <laughs> uh, but as long as you have passion in what you're doing, you'll be happy. And like today's society would love for you to think that going out and spending four to whatever amount of years in college. It's going to give you your dream job, and it's not. Yeah. It's not at all. That is just a disgusting fucking rumor that's going around. Yeah, Call it, college is not the end-all to be-all. It's a debt seller. It's it's a debt seller. Correct. Like, it's... Most of those people go and they work for somebody, and then they never actually fulfill anything that they actually went to school for. Exactly. It's like... Yeah. 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 What's... What, like, Fuck. So like, oh, man, out. like, this didn't work out for me. This didn't work out for me. This didn't work out for me. I guess I'll just, you know, sell real estate, right. which I'm going to catch grief for saying that because my parents sell real estate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, you know, but not everybody makes it. Not everybody's going to be like my dad. Like, my dad got started in the real estate game in 99 and, you know, worked out of, you know, my grandparents' bike shop. Yeah. Upstairs of the bike shop, there's a little office, and that's where he started his business at. And, you know, some people will use that as like a fallback career, but that dude went out and made a fucking name for himself. Yeah. And he went out with ferocity. And I, like, I hated my stepdad as a kid. I just thought, you know, everything I say, he's opposite of me, and he wants to fight me on everything. And I just thought he was going out just to get me. No, not at all. He wanted me to see the world through his eyes. Yeah. And by me being a rebellious punk and just going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, I actually ended up seeing the world through his eyes and going, oh, wait, no, you can't say fuck you to everybody. Yeah. You actually, you gotta, mm, wow, no, you actually have to yeah. put in some hard work and some hours and just really buckle down. And when people tell you that you can't do this, like they told him, oh, you're another real estate agent. Get in line. Yeah. No. Dude became a broker, started his own business, started from him and my mom selling houses and grew from there and made this real estate empire that 
fuck, I couldn't tell you in words how proud of I like I am of him. Like yeah. I love that guy to pieces. Like he is definitely when like hustle. Yeah. When you pencil down your heroes' names, he would be top of that fucking list for me. He is absolutely a hero for me now. And yeah, it might take you a few years to realize that your dad's a fucking dick, but yeah. him being a dick actually is really going to help you out. Yeah. You mm. just got, it's got to take you some years. And I just, I hate that some people, it, it takes them way too many years and sometimes a little too late. Yeah. You Super know? late. Nah, I see a lot of people that, that they learn their life lesson way too late. It's, it's been years they've been in and out of jail and then it's like oh i'm 40 45 and now i'm gonna actually start a career and i'm gonna get my cdl license and i'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get my shit together now yeah yeah like and your after, kid is after, 20 and you're, after you know, 45 years you yeah. know how hard it is to break that cycle of right. shitty fucking repetition yeah you've been doing the same shit and it's not been fruitful right and you're still doing the same shit it sucks yeah that sucks that's i was i was i was to that point that's where. That's why I left the bike shop. I was to that point where I'm like, I'm just coming in every day to log in hours, and I hate it. It made me hate my job. Yeah. And you know how much I love my job. I love doing what I no, do, I see, but it, I see it, it. it made me hate it just because I had felt like I'd gotten to where I could be. If there's no goals for the future, you just become complacent. And honestly, in my like in in my story, I just became angry. I just got fucking fed up with it. I was so tired. I was just so tired of doing the same shit over and over and over again. With tomorrow being no change. You knew what you were going to do every day for the next year. And that's fucking despicable. Yeah, That's despicable. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Who wants to to live like that, though? Yeah. I mean, and I... I I'm like, yeah, no. Next year I'm going to do... Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, right. New Year's. I know people Halloween that stay in the and... same position for 18, 20 years, and it's like, why did you do that to yourself? And like, you could have, you could have had more for yourself. And I mean, no knock on it. I mean, I'm, I'm knocking it because it's not something that I want. If that's what you yeah. want, shoot for it, bro. Go for it. But, but as long as it makes you happy, yeah. As long as it makes you happy, because yeah. if you're not happy, then guess what? Slap yourself in the fucking face and take a real long yeah. look in the mirror. Nah, like, take a real long look in the mirror. Nah, if you're, you need it, if you if you uh, go into Disney every year because you got a Disney annual pass and like you you're fine with making this same wage and and, and I mean I could probably describe a thousand people and you probably know oh, the yeah. same people that it, I, I've got a thousand names floating in yeah. my head as you said that. Yes, <laughs> the isn't Disney that annual, The Disney annual pass, like it, it's it's literally a thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know exactly why. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like clockwork. I'm gonna yeah. do the same thing, and then I'm gonna go back to selling cars. Yeah. How? Where? Where's the happiness in mm-hmm. that? Where's the happiness? That's just monotony. That's yeah. the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I've got ADD, and I can't focus on one thing <laughs> for longer than ten minutes. And you want me to do the same thing for ten years over yeah. and over again without any sort of new outcome? That's the definition of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. 100%. It, it, wow. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. And if this business fails, which I'm not saying it will, and I'm not saying it won't, yeah. but if this business fails, I'll learn a great lesson 
and I'll walk away from this with the knowledge of, yeah, I, t- I took a I took a huge risk. I took a huge risk. I pissed all my family off, all of them. Yeah, like blacklisted. I didn't talk to my parents for years. I didn't talk to my grandpa. I was not not because I was mad at my grandparents. I was ashamed. Yeah. I was literally embarrassed to talk to my grandparents because I just I felt like I had done them wrong, and I and I did. I felt like I had done them dirty. But when you look back on it, it's like, this is just the steps I had to take to further my life. Because it's like, if you sit down and think, like, do you want kids? Like, like me personally? Uh, To an extent, though, it it was one of those things where you you had to progress. And you knew knew that you were going to be stuck in that spot. And if they can't understand that, then that's... Then I'm and sorry. Then, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. Hard. You, I'm gonna hard. run you the fuck over. Yeah, I'm gonna run you the fuck over yeah. because I will. I will hands down tell you I am probably the most selfish person you've ever met. I love. I love me more than I love anybody else. Yeah, but I don't see that as a downfall. I no. see that as me just wanting to be better. I don't want to reach a peak and then just go. Well, it's all down here from hill yeah. or downhill from here. Right. Like I. Didn't, I don't. I don't want to be in that spot again. Yeah. You know. So. I feel I'm, you on that. God. So, how was business for you with COVID and everything? Because it's terrifying. Yeah. So we are one of the few businesses that COVID actually helped out. Yeah. To a degree, mm-hmm. it helped out at first. So when we first shut down. All the bartenders, you know, everybody in the service industry was out of work. Yeah. And sure, some of them had, you know, a little stockpile of cash saved aside, which if they did, good for you. If you didn't, yeah, that that was really rough. Like my roommate, I saw him go through some rough times as a bartender. He really didn't have much money set back aside. Things were tough, you know, things were tough for him. But um, people were going out. Uh, during the shutdown, and the only thing that they could really do was run, swim, until the beaches were shut down, or ride your bike. Mm -hmm. And that was your source of entertainment for the day. Because if not, you're just going to go back home and watch Netflix for 74 hours. That's all I did was run That shit gets boring. Yeah. Right? I've I've gone through Netflix's catalog. All of it. (laughs) There's about 30% that I actually really want to watch. So... (laughs) If you gave me two months off of work, I'd have been like, I'm just ready to scratch this itch on the top of my mouth with a shotgun. Yeah. You know, because I I can't do that. So people were going out and riding their bikes. And we had people coming in in waves, buying new bikes from us. Just left and right and left and right and left and right and left and right. Yeah, seeing your posts, I was like, god damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck. We posted a picture, Dane. My business partner posted a picture. It was a collage of all the new bike sales. So every time we sell a bike, we like to take a picture of you and your new bike outside the shop. But that doesn't include all the people that bought bikes as a gift for somebody, people that said no to taking the picture. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, 700 and something pictures. That's 700 something bike. And it's only July. It's just, you know, we're halfway through the year. And we've sold a thousand bicycles. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? But I said I said this to Dane. I was like, 
COVID's going to fuck us in a different sense. It's our, our business is booming now, but what's going to happen. And I called this, I absolutely called this. It's like, we're busy now, but when things start going back to normal, we're going to be hit with a really, really, really slow season because all these people came out and they spent their money and they bought a new bike and they were happy and they were great. But how many people live on this island? 30,000 people, full-time year residents. Right. We sold, you know, a a thousand bikes. So that's a thousand residents, but not everybody can a ride a bike. B needs a bike, you know? So there's only, there's a small pool that we're fishing out of. And I'm like, there's going to be a point where that faucet's going to just run out of water. Mm -hmm. And that's, one of the parts that we're at now we're at the part where everybody who needed wanted thought about a new bicycle has already made that decision and has moved on they've done it they bought a new bike they got their old bike fixed up yeah. now we're start now we're starting to slow down now we're seeing you know the $300 days where it's like fuck yeah. we literally are paying to be here yikes this sucks but production has also uh, slowed down tremendously. So now we're at the point where people are coming in to get their bike service, and there's no parts. There's nothing. There's nothing available. The 26-inch inner tube, that is the most common part sold by any bike shop. That is the most common bike tire size. And there's no tubes to be found. We literally bought tubes off of Walmart.com. Just to get some. And we can only get our hands on a hundred of them. I order from JMB, one of our suppliers, we order, you know, a hundred at a time in a box. Oh, so we this have, is something we, that was going around US or worldwide. People worldwide. were just why? Yeah. Because you gotta think, everything bicycle made is made in China. Mm-hmm. It's 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 either made in China uh, or it's made overseas. Like yeah. specialized, one of our yeah. companies. In they the move they move their production from China to Cambodia. Great. We still can't get the shit. Yeah. So now we're hitting the point where there's still there's still demand. Don't get me wrong; it's not like everybody's just like giving up on bicycles. There's still a demand, yeah. but there's no product, and that's what uh, a lot of businesses are kind of not experiencing. They're experiencing you know low demand and high product. You know, oh my god, I'm sitting. You know, as a business owner, like I'm sitting on all this inventory and I can't sell it because my business is not essential and I have to shut down. They're they went through their problem then. Mm-hmm. We're going through that problem now. And it's a little different, but this COVID thing, it's going to hit all of us. There's nobody that's going to walk away from this with a fucking shining star on yeah, their forehead. It's, nobody. Yeah, It's, it's going to hit you now or later. Yeah. And we just got, we got later. Yeah. That's so. that's the part that worries me too. It's, it's, I mean, not everybody can be Jeff Bezos and make $13 billion in a day. God. Yeah. That must suck. Poor it's, guy. Uh, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Think about the taxes. Mm. Psych. Oh, <laughs> those taxes that he doesn't pay. Yeah. That poor little pumpkin. Yeah, man. I feel bad for him. Yeah. So, how many Rolls Royces do you think he's ever set on fire just for fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, man. So, look, man. This has been fun. I, I enjoy, I enjoyed our conversation. This is actually eye opening for me because I never really got to. To see this side of you, because you know, sure, we're, of our 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 dynamic of the relationship that we have. So right. this is this has been dope, and uh, 
maybe I, I can have you on again and we can, you know, definitely dive in on, on some on something else, you know. Yeah. You know so let's... I make a great banana bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.